This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's past, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition in the borough. Hope everybody's having a great day. Had a great weekend. Uh, college baseball been pretty exciting, and uh, we had a little local flavor yesterday. Um, made some news. You might remember Drew Benefield played on the Seagull State Championship team, signed at Louisville. He did transfer. Um, plays now at Houston Baptist, and they were down five to nothing yesterday to Oregon State. I think scratched a run, and then he hit a grand slam. And they went on and won 8-5, so they're heading to a Super Regional uh, where they'll play the winner of today's um, Old Dominion, which won Conference USA, MTSU's Conference, and Virginia. So congrats to Drew. Of course, his his dad, we called him Benny back in the day. Um, um, Steve Benefield pitched for the Blue Raiders, so congrats to him. Speaking of baseball, speaking of regionals, we're going to go a little blast from the past today like we like to do this time of the year and talking to my old buddy Jamie Hicks uh, who caught for the Blue Raiders. Uh, Jamie, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Monty. It's been a pleasure, buddy. It's been a long time. Yes, it has. And a lot, lot's gone on. I looked at how old we were and I was like, whoa, time, <laughs> time, time's flown by. But uh, let's kind of go back in time a little bit. Uh, when did you come to MTSU exactly? Um, I came in in 1991. It was uh, me, Maxwell, Mudcat, and Chris Price. That was a good class. It's a very good class. Very good class. Well, you know something about regionals. What's that like? Wow, uh, it is it is exciting time of year. Um, that year of my freshman year, we got to go um, out to LA and play at USC. We played. Um, USC the first game and played Hawaii the second game. And back then you had six teams fighting to go to the uh, go to Omaha to the World Series. And uh, you know you had a loose loose bunch of country boys that uh, were a six seed and and actually had a chance to win both games. Yeah, I remember that well. I remember that very well. But um, what's the act? I mean, obviously. You get into your conference tournament, you know that's a, that's a different feeling than a weekend series. But the atmosphere, the pre—is there pressure? What 
kind of take us through that wow um you know as a true freshman we all four got to play and you know i i think the excitement and the joy over preceded the the pressure i mean we were we were a loose bunch coach pete coach vaughn made sure that 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 we were loose and relaxed and and had absolutely nothing to lose and and just go out and have fun and play good good baseball that uh and fundamental baseball that coach pete was known for and uh we did and just a couple things didn't go our way but man what an experience i tell you a funny story about coach vaughn i went with him one year to stanford and they were playing san diego state in the first game and i did kind of a little story i asked coach vaughn i said um um coach how do you go about getting a scouting report you know from, from san diego state you know well you call around you know some people here this and that and he goes for example you know the um and you know the san diego state batter had no idea this story was being written so he didn't get tipped on anything for example he seldom if ever swings at the first pitch so they get in there to the game first pitch he hits it about 420 feet so <laughs> so i gave ronnie a, a lot of a lot of a lot of grief for that for a few years but it was a lot of fun covering you guys and you mentioned coach pete and we'd be remiss not to talk about him uh, and that was back in peace days uh you know the, the from what i'd heard some players of your generation as it went on said ah pete's gotten a little softer than he used to be but it wasn't necessarily a day at the beach all the time was it 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 was not those five o'clock um mornings running around murphy center up there on the track and and just the hard nose um you know i i think a lot of guys hated playing for pete just for the discipline and you were i was in the best shape of my life the four years i was there but after you played for him and the values that he taught you on and off the field um you, you i carry with me today and uh, you know there there's not a day goes by where i don't watch especially college baseball and think old number 25 down there just um man gritting his teeth and and trying every which way in the world to get his team competitive and put in the situation to win the game when you were when you were playing who were you, who were your big rivals oh back then heck it was tech eastern kentucky um you know tsu um you know everybody was out to get MTSU, I mean, every time we stepped on the field, conference play, we got we got everybody's best, and uh, you know we had to step up. I mean, we played we played a tough out of conference schedule. We played we played most of the SEC schools, and um, you know, and sometimes you wanted to take it easy a little bit on on conference weekends, but you you had to you had to step your game up because everybody was stepping theirs up to beat the blue raiders yeah i remember i don't know if you were playing yet but back then um middle typically if vanderbilt was at home they typically played vanderbilt whoever was going to play vanderbilt on thursday and i remember one night because they played two double head they played double header on saturday and a nine inning game on sunday and um i remember they were playing Ole miss one night and I forgot who was playing second, but threw it in the dugout, and 
Ole Miss tied the game, and it ended up going 14 innings. I, was, I thought Pete was going to chew a bat in half, but because uh, oh. you you didn't have a lot of arms back then anyway, so so it was. Uh, but y'all did. Y'all played a lot of really good teams. We, we did, and um, you know, back then, heck, you had people that pitched, and they they also played in the field, and they hit, and you know, if you had a pulse and could throw strikes, you were you were getting called upon at some point in time to. Uh, throw some innings for coach pete and uh and you better be in the strike zone because if you weren't he was coming to get you we're joined today by former blue raider jamie hicks uh, went on to play in the atlanta braves organization we'll get into that and some other things here in a minute uh this portion of all sports talk brought to you by first bank where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906 that's first bank we'll take a break and be right back Del Wamsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Catch the Del Wamsley Radio Show Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, here on News Radio WGNS. If you haven't been by Discount Mattress, stop on by. They're in their new home, 1647 Northwest Broad Street, next to Pinnacle Bank. You don't have to wait for big sales to save hundreds on a new mattress. Save now on top brands like Simmons, Serta, Englander, M. Lilly, and more. Their new warehouse, 1647 Northwest Broad Street, is absolutely stacked to the ceiling. So stop on in, same-day delivery or pickup at Discount Mattress, 1647 Northwest Broad, next to Pinnacle Bank. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by former Blue Raider catcher Jamie Hicks. Um, behind the dish, you know, I've had a lot of, um, uh, not a lot, but a couple, three um, catchers tell me, and I don't know if this was the case when you were there, uh, Michael McHenry, for one, you know, who went on and 
played for the Rockies and the Pirates, and he said, the one thing I liked when I was getting recruited by Coach Pete is he told me I was going to call my own game. Did you call your games? Absolutely, and that was one of the things when I came in, um, Coach Pete, Coach Vaughn stressed a bunch, and I, I remember it our first day of practice, walking out as a freshman, thought you was a hot shot and and bulletproof, and uh, we broke, and they, they said defensive period. Coach Vaughn said all the catchers over here, and we started blocking balls and, and working on soft hands, and I, and I had never seen anything like that. And he handed me, for a couple of days later, um, a sheet of paper that was probably 10 pages long about what it took to be a catcher. And I still have that today. I passed it on to my former high school coach and some other coaches. And, man, it was just um, – they changed my whole career, my whole thinking as a defensive catcher. And, you know, I, I took a lot of pride in calling my own game. Even when I got to the minor league level, it was uh, everything that they taught me I took with me. Um, who were some of the better pitchers uh, you caught during your time here? Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Uh, Doug Barner, Greg Raffo, Chris Crabtree, um, George Olesic threw the ball for some, Joe Dalton, uh, Craig Revis. Um, man, you're asking me to go back and dig in the old memory bank, and yeah. <laughs> they're very good anymore. But, um, you know, that first year, I, I'd say I'd say catching, catching Crabtree was probably one of, one of the best that we had. Especially, I think he was a senior my freshman year, and uh, you know, heck, he he was he was a dream to call behind the plate for. Yeah, no, he was the. When you hear people talk about crafty lefties, he definitely fit that mode, didn't he? Oh, absolutely, and you know, we had another Patrick Mays was a little lefty um, as well. Had a humongous knee brace, but man, I bet he led the country. If he walked a batter, he was going to pick you off, and I, I don't know how he did it. But he was another that was that was super super crafty, and he probably got away with the old forty five degree rule going to first. But he would walk in and pick you off in the next in the next uh, when the ball was put back in play. But uh, yeah, those lefties, man, Crabtree was one of them. He was one of the best the best lefty uh, crafty guys that I caught through my whole career. You mentioned George Olesic. That was an interesting story. I think he was from Warren County, and I think he came here as a shortstop, really. And I guess he got fiddling around pitching, and he ended up being a pretty doggone good closer. He 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 sure was. I mean it it was it was one of those things where you know um, if you could throw strikes and and he stepped up and man he kind of had a little a little sidearm to him and and had a little velocity and his ball moved all over the place. But um, you know, Doug Barner. Doug Barner was the same way. It's like catching a bowling ball. <laughs> Doug, I believe he was from Paris. I think it was. Yes, sir. Yeah. Up in Henry County. You know, I actually met you, and I didn't. I'd, I'd forgotten about it, but you reminded me when we were talking the other day. Um, I met you after your final high school game. Yes, sir. We. Uh, I, I pitched the day before, and and. You grabbed a hold of me, and uh, that same year um, in football, I, I had a bad neck injury and uh, missed 
state championship game and and you got a hold of me and it was 89 90ish and uh we sat over there and talked for a little while and you and uh, that that was our first encounter man yeah, well we had a lot of fun with you over the years and um all right so you did, did you play all four years at middle yes sir okay now take us through uh after you uh, graduate and you um get with the brazer you drafted did you sign as a free agent i can't remember i i signed uh i signed as a as a non-drafted free agent um jack powell local scout um called me up said hey they're looking for a catcher and i told them you were their guy and um so you know as as that they they threw out a little money so here's a plane ticket take it or go find a job so obviously i took it and um Man, I, I was I was on the fast track through their organization. Went to West Palm for a couple weeks. Went to Idaho Falls to advanced rookie ball for a couple weeks, and ended up in Low A in Macon, Georgia, to uh, finish out the the '94 season. Then you also played for Durham, didn't you? And then then the next year um, is uh, we broke we broke spring training. Went to Durham High A brand new ballpark you know all the mystique of of the movie and man that was that was a that was a good time until until double knee surgery oh and you also played for the greenville braves didn't you yes sir and um that's 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 where i finished up and um got released in 97 and they went on to win the the southern league championship that year so i did get some nice hardware out of that out of that deal take us through the time the day you got released did you see it coming did it come out of nowhere i believe i saw it coming i didn't i didn't in reality i didn't want to think that was going to happen but they they called me in and every roving instructor we had was in the office and our manager was randy engel and and you know it's the toughest thing a manager has to do when they when they released me that night, they offered me a coaching job or a scouting job on the spot, and I told them I thought I could still play. And thanks, but no thanks. We're joined today by former Blue Raider catcher Jamie Hicks. Um, he's got a great story to tell, and we're going to get into that here in a few minutes. But first, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And Chip Walters will have the Blue Raider Insider Report. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Still heavy traffic as expected here on 24 East coming past Sam Ridley Parkway. All the traffic flow coming out of Davidson County, making its way through Rutherford County. Busy out here as expected on 231 headed back out toward Shelbyville. True Friends Movie Company is hiring. Call now, 240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you've got an iPhone, we have an app for that. If you're an Android user, we have an app for that, too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We're News Radio WGNS. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience 
that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff, you live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's marked to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play by play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and tonight is Raiders Choice Night. Normally, this uh, award show takes place just before graduation, but because of uh, the inability to do it live in front of an audience, it is uh, tonight online streaming only beginning at 7 o'clock, and it will be on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. You will also be able to see it on YouTube as well, but the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page is where you need to go to see the Raiders' Choice Awards tonight. There will be awards uh, for everything from Newcomer of the Year all the way through Game of the Year, Event of the Year, uh, Male and Female Athletes of the Year, all the way up to the pinnacle of the awards, which are the True Blue President's Awards for both male and female. Again, they will be streaming live tonight starting at 7 o'clock on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. Certainly hope that you will tune in. All right, Conference USA's final baseball team standing is now gone. Uh, Virginia and Old Dominion uh, had their game suspended last night that was for the region championship. And uh, today, they started uh, early this morning, and Old Dominion held a 3-2 lead late in the game. Virginia scored a run to tie it. Then in the 10th inning, the Cavaliers pushed another across, and they win 4-3. So Conference USA uh, losing Old Dominion today. They lost uh, 
Southern Miss yesterday as Ole Miss was able to come back and win a second championship game there. Louisiana Tech Charlotte also had great runs uh, within the NCAA regionals. Congratulations to them all. All right, uh, the last two student athletes standing for Middle Tennessee during this school year uh, will be competing this weekend. Seniors Keegan Chamadi and Esther Issa are set to conclude their track and field careers in Eugene, Oregon, as they will be competing at the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. It will be held starting uh, on the 9th of June through Sunday the 12th at Hayward Field. The Blue Raiders have now sent at least one athlete to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships every year since joining Conference USA in 2013-14. At least one Blue Raider has competed in every NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championship since 2009. Chamadi will compete in the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase semifinal starting tomorrow at 7.30. The men's 3,000-meter steeplechase final will take place Friday at 7.24 p.m. Central Time. On Saturday, Esther Issa will compete in the women's high jump finals at 4.30 p.m. Issa was dominant in the high jump all season as she captured the title at the Conference USA Outdoor Championships. For her stellar performance, she was also named first team all conference. The NCAA championships will be broadcast on ESPN's family of networks throughout the entirety of the weekend. You can view the broadcast schedule on GoBlueRaiders.com. Middle Tennessee senior soccer forward Peyton DePriest has been named academic all district. That's announced by the college sports information directors. Representing District 3, DePriest was chosen as one of the top NCAA Division I players from Tennessee, Virginia, and North Carolina. You can find out more on that as well on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, that's it for today. Don't forget Raiders Choice Awards tonight coming up at 7 o'clock on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. We'll see you there. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and REI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Feeling stuck in a state of compensation stagnation? You know, another year without a raise. Then let me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville, help you get to a better state with discount double check that can stretch your hard-earned dollars a little further. I'll go through your car insurance to make sure you're getting all the discounts you deserve. Sounds good? Then get your budget to a better state by calling me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel in Shelbyville, today at 931-684-5274. 
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back to All Sports Talk, joined today by former Blue Raider catcher Jamie Hicks. We got into his, um, we briefly were talking about him in the Atlanta Braves organization. Uh, Jamie, were you a Braves fan going up, or did you root for somebody else? Well, growing up in, in small town West Virginia, um, growing up in the, in the early 70s, and I was a Cincinnati Cincinnati Reds, the Big Red Machine fan, and uh, spent a lot of time going back and forth to Riverfront. Um, Pete Rose was my guy, and I always tried to hustle and play hard like he did. But uh, I was I was not a Braves fan, and um, to this day I, I'm I'm a I'm a still a Cincinnati Reds fan. Well, we won't hold that against you because you are from West Virginia. That's where. Uh, my parents and grandparents are from, so we'll, we'll let that. We'll say the the ledger's clean there. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, as that can happen with a lot of people, Jamie. Um, um, and I'll kind of let you get into the the depths of this. You had some issues off the uh, diamond. Just kind of tell us about that and and how you got out and got through that. Well, it it. You know, you know, you go to college and you you, you start dibbling, drinking a little bit um, here and there. Got into pro ball and saw the size of these guys. And uh, you know, back then in the early mid nineties, man, steroids was was booming, and we tried that. Um, and then, like I said earlier, um, in ninety five, when I had double knee surgeries, pain pills, the beer. Um, then we start dabbling in with a little cocaine, um, and you just kind of feel invincible. Um, and then um, it was right after right after my knee surgeries, um, my mom and girlfriend had left, and your little groupies that that you have that that follow you around, thinking you're going to hit it, they're going to hit it big with somebody. Come in, and um, I took my I took my first and only shot of of heroin and they found me the next morning dead with the needle still in my arm in the puddle of puke and um for some for some reason the good lord said we still want you around and the uh they gave me a couple shots of narcam and they said i come up swinging and um after that it was um pretty much stayed to the the beer and the cocaine and I had my best game at the plate as as a professional hitter. High as a kite, been up for two to three days, and it was off a former uh, big league pitcher's name was Jamie Wright. I think I went four for five that night. And as a as a addict goes, you just uh, you think more and more and more will be better. And I I kept more doing more and more and more. And that was that was the decline of my professional career. It just kind of started falling off the wagons from there, and um, just hung around a couple more years, and and um, 
when I got released is when it really when it really hit rock bottom for me. Um, you know, I've, I've been playing a game that I played my whole life, and now it's the reality set in. You got to find a job. You got to try to fit in the world, and I couldn't do it. Um, my go-to was was cocaine and and beer, and that was my demise until. Whew, May May twentieth of two thousand ten is when um, I checked into rehab. I mean, it was I was about to lose everything I had: my job, my family, my wife and kids. Um, and it was all it was all just for the simple fact that I put drugs and alcohol before anything else. Now, when you're playing, now you said we, so other players were doing the same thing. Were you? I mean. Were your coaches um, oblivious to it? I mean, did, did they not have any idea? I mean, you know, how did that how did that go? What are your thoughts on that? I, I believe that it was turn the other cheek because you had big, strong guys that were performing, and that you know that's what that's what they wanted. You know, they wanted the the long ball um, was was taken over, especially after they come back from the strike. Um, that's what that's what put people in the stands, um, and then I think it just got to a point. It just got it got so far out of hand. They had to do something about it. But but the early to mid nineties, I, I believe, I, honestly in my heart, I believe every person that was from rookie ball to the big leagues, I'd say probably seventy to seventy five percent dabbled in it at some point in time. We're joined today by Jamie Hicks, former Blue Raider catcher. Uh, We'll take our final break and be right back. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Still heavy traffic as expected here on 24 East coming past Sam Ridley Parkway. All the traffic flow coming out of Davidson County, making its way through Rutherford County. Busy out here as expected on 231, headed back out towards Shelbyville. True Friends Moving Company is hiring. Call now, 240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers, 615-893-2422. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Jamie Hicks, former MTSU catcher, join us. Tell him about telling us about his journey through the minor leagues, his battle with um, alcohol and drugs. Uh, you said you checked yourself in uh, in two thousand. Was there what led to that moment? Was it was it reality hitting you? Hey, I'm going to lose my family. Was it another episode where you kind of you hear um, addicts sometimes say, you know, I hit rock bottom here, knowing I got to do something. I, I hit rock bottom probably. In April of 2010, I was doing field work at the local Little League Park. I was picking up trash just to have money to feed my addiction. Um, and two nights in a row, I sat there at the ballpark uh, with a pistol in my hand, barrel in my mouth, ready to go, and the good Lord wouldn't let me do it. Um, you know, I was, I was, I hit rock bottom, and I thought I was just. Uh, it was going to be better for my wife and kids if I just took myself out of the equation. And But uh, the good Lord wouldn't let me do it. And the day, it was during the flood, the, the flood we had in Nashville, and I didn't show up for work, didn't call nobody. We were out of our house. I hadn't spoken to my wife in months. Um, and my boss, Steve Tucker, knew where we were staying and he sent people looking for me and they found me at our house then ramsacked it toward all the pieces and we talked for a minute and he he asked me if if he would if he would turn me loose in our in our in a national electric service work truck could i give him eight hours and i said no and with our um employees assistance program um I met with them that afternoon, and they suggested a month in rehab. And I checked in later that day. And I would, I would honestly say, other than the birth of my kids, that's the greatest experience I've ever experienced in my life. Um, when when you got out, is temptation there still? No, sir. Um, I had a gentleman the first night I checked in. His name was John. He had a blonde ponytail with glasses. And when you're in there in the detox and they come in and check your vital signs every every hour on the hour, this gentleman walked in and I, I'm I'm I was probably on a, a five, six, seven day just bender all night and he brought me some literature in there and he said, Son, he said, this is not a Christian based program. We're a traditional twelve steps. He said, I was called to come and pray for you that that night and he knelt down, touched my leg, prayed for me for 30 minutes, and I was clear as a bell and have never wanted to take a drink, take a drug, take a snort since then. And, man, we've battled 
cancer, bankruptcy, and I I have never wanted to take part in that again. Um, well, you know, obviously that was a, a tough period in your life, but um, I've seen pictures with you, I guess, and your wife, and I think she put something on there, 11 days today, 11 years today sober. So obviously things are going much better. You do work for NES. Um, just tell us about your family. Well, um, when I met my wife, I, I met her at the Little League Park. Um, she had uh, she had two two kids, uh, Eric and David. They were um, uh, they were right about eleven, twelve. Um, we got married in two thousand, so you, we got married right in the right in the heat of my addiction, and we had four kids in three years. Um, we have uh, Zach, who who will turn twenty one uh, the sixteenth of this month. I have a set of twins, boy-girl twins. They'll turn 20 August 21st. And then, excuse me, my youngest son, Cooper, will turn 19 August 19th. So you do the math there, and they're the same age for a few days. Um, my 20-year-old son, is uh, he's, he's in the Army. He's in Fairbanks, Alaska, and uh, doing super. My other three kids still live with me, live with us at home. Uh, they all work full-time, and they... They bust their butts, and and um, you know, with with all the pain and suffering that they saw as little kids, all six of them have. You can't ask for better kids. I've got four grandchildren. Love to spend time with them, um, and you know, some of a lot of times it was just trying to repair the damage that I caused through their through their early childhood. Jamie, if you had a message to give to an athlete that thinks um, playing high or, or, or whatever the case may be is the answer, what would it be? And really just to to anyone who's fighting any type of an addiction. It, it's, it's not worth it. Um, it's uh, high cost for low living is the, the phrase that, that, that always stuck with me. Um, you know, uh, you're loved by somebody and uh you know before you can love others you have to love yourself and it took a long time for me to realize that um you know i i I could look at myself in the mirror and now i wake up every morning i pray i I, i'm proud to look at who i've become in the mirror and i kiss my wife and and i go to work every day and and can't wait to get home to see him well i tell you what that's um it's really incredible story and so thankful that you were able to work through all that and um appreciate you sharing your story with us today oh it's my pleasure money and you know if anybody listening is, is struggling with it know somebody struggling with it my my phone is always open money money has my number you know the best way to get a hold of me is text I work all the time but i will even if you need somebody to talk to that uh, you feel comfortable about telling telling somebody what's going on. I'm here to listen. I'm not a counselor, but I know what works for me. And you know, I've 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 guided several people since I got out of rehab in 2010 to check themselves in. I've lost a few that um, 
that have actually died, but uh, the success rate is is better, and and I promise you, it's a better way of life. Well said, Jamie. I appreciate you again. I uh, hope to talk to you again in the future. Yes, sir, man. It's been a pleasure, and uh, it's been awesome to catch up with you and uh, go down memory lane here. Appreciate it, Jamie. That's Jamie Hicks joining us today. Uh, quite a powerful story. Appreciate his candor and being so open to us. And again, uh, if you know somebody that needs help, get them help. That'll do it for today's show. Andy Herzer joins me tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.